is Kathy Mason from Mason Works Marketing here on Conscious Business Zone with my friend Lou Martin. Hi, Lou. Hi, Kathy. How are you? I'm delighted to be with you, my friend. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. I am so excited to learn more about everything that you do. And okay, um, what, what I, I want everyone to know that um, Lou is a channel, he's an intuitive, he's a singer and musician, and he has his own show that's um, quite amazing, um, and I, I learn all about it. It's Awakened Spirits Network, and uh, he's got over 200 interviews on it. So so I think once you get an, uh, a taste of Lou and his perspective on life, that you will really, really benefit so, um, and my cat's going crazy. He wants to talk to you here. Well, they always do that around me. I'm Here we teasing. go. Here we go. <laughs> this is Lexi. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway, she was just like, me, me, me. Sorry about that. No, it, <laughs> that was it does happen. Commercial. It does happen. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so I, I'm just really excited that people get to know about you. So could you explain how you awakened to a, the new perspective, your Kundalini experience a little bit. Could you talk about I'd that? I'd be delighted. I okay. would be delighted, my friend. Thank you so much. And uh, again, it's just a joy to get to hang out here with you. You're you're such a such a powerful uh, visionary and doing such great work, Kathy. And uh, so so fun to hang out with. And uh, you love a good laugh as much as I do. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, my story goes that. Um, uh, I'll give you the thumbnail sketch here. So um, I grew up in 12 different locations uh, between uh, getting born and high school, graduating high school. And uh, my dad was a doctor and um, he uh, was working in a clinic in, uh, before my senior year in high school. And uh, a man came in who was uh, terminal for cancer and had had some mental problems and he had a gun and he asked to see a doctor and they showed him to my dad and he pulled the gun out <gasps> and he, he killed my father. Yeah. Uh, shot him once through the heart. So that's, you know, that gets people's attention. And um, that really began my, uh, you know, journey uh, of understanding life and death and life after uh, death. And is there such a thing and is spirit real? And is, is, uh, can I talk to my dad and what's, what's, what's it all about? You know, so those are the Hamlet years, I call them. Uh, so for me, it was uh, uh, about eight, you know, 18, 17. And uh, for the next 12 years, 13 years or so, I worked in, uh, I went in and out of schools, including theater school. That was my passion growing up acting and film and theater. And um, then I um, left school and uh, started working in bookstores and eventually came across uh, what's no longer there this famous bookstore in Santa Monica, which would get a lot of uh, celebrities uh, because of the great neighborhood it was in, seriously great neighborhood, uh, called the Phoenix Bookstore. And um, uh, I was reading books about the, the Dalai Lama and uh, near death and uh, you know all these wonderful things. And uh, then in meditation, uh, before or after the 1987 Harmonic Convergence, um, I had a Kundalini awakening. I, I had a friend uh, who worked at the shop, who gave me a crystal and said, uh, if you meditate with a crystal, you, there's this energy at the base of your spine and it might open up. 
And literally the first time I did it, that's what happened. So talk about a, a cosmic setup. I felt this intense heat at the base of my spine and I was guided to open my heart to love and to pleasure and, you know, cosmic orgasm. And uh, the energy shot uh, through the top of my head and um, I was like in an altered state of joy uh, for, uh, for about a week after that. And so that really did get my attention. And then I, uh, shortly after that, um, uh, I started uh, either before or after that going to workshops with other channels, Jack Purcell channeling Lazarus and uh, Thomas Jacobson channeling Dr. Peebles and, uh, you know, these kinds of people that were well known in Los Angeles. And then uh, eventually I found my way to uh, Reverend Michael Beckwith's Agape Church and took his spiritual counseling practitioner uh, program. And uh, then I learned to channel my, myself and, uh, and off it went from there. Wow. I had no idea all of this. So, so how do you see these times changing where so everyone can channel? I mean, seriously, everyone has the uh, capacity to channel, not that they know. They, they may call it their intuition, you know, oh, I had a deja vu or an intuition, but, but um, how do you see that? Because this has been a fascinating time period where people are getting more spiritual rather than necessarily religious because the churches were all on Zoom um, during the past three years. And, right. and some people still haven't come back to, come back to it. So, right. so how do you see that? Uh, have you been um, aware of um, watching people evolve around you? Because you, you're like a forerunner. Well, thank you. Thank you. That's that's the nastiest remark I ever heard. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, bless you. Um, well, here's the joke. You know, uh, religion is for people who are afraid of hell and spirituality is for people who've already been there. And right. And and I and I think that's my story. I grew up, uh, you know, Catholic from Irish background. I'm living in Ireland now, uh, you know, getting into my roots and all that. Uh, I've been here for 16 years and I really love it. Um, but, um, you know, it's so, it's very austere, regimented, uh, rigid. Uh, you know, uh, the influence of the Catholic Church in Ireland is absolutely pervasive. And uh, I can only imagine what it was like 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 50 years ago. Um, so the spiritual part of it, of course, Kathy, is, you know, our search for freedom. And so to come back to channeling, you're absolutely right, in my opinion. The um, uh, what was a, a trickle is now a, a, a rushing stream and is eventually going to become a flood of uh, people of all different ages. I see a lot of uh, really good channels in their 20s and 30s, you yeah. know, and very powerful uh, spiritual teachers, especially mostly women. Uh, you know, younger younger folks really coming into you know incredible. Uh, teaching abilities and all of that. So yeah, I think channeling is a skill anyone can learn to do. And it's, um, you know, I also go with the line from Gandhi says, God has no religion. So, you know, when you want to have your own experience and, and learn to trust yourself, which I'd say is the um, essential quality of shifting from 3D to 5D 
as your great interview with Susanna Kennedy was chatting about the other day, which I enjoyed so much. Um, you know, we do have to learn to trust ourselves more and we need to connect more to our uh, inner guidance and our spirit guides and higher self and, and all of those parts of us. So I'd love for you to elaborate a little bit on that um, because I feel that, and I don't know if I'm wrong, but I used to live in Italy. I went to school in college and high school in Italy. And yeah. um, I found that Europeans, Germans, I, I think Northern um, Europeans as well, have more of an understanding of the connection to um, other realms and are more open to it than, than Americans were. We're, we're a little cynical, sort of like prove it to me. And we're, we're skeptically looking for someone to, to mess up <laughs> instead of rooting them on. Um, and whereas the Europeans, like I, I did the marketing plan for humanities team. And I remember one of the years, uh, it was uh, about 10 years ago, I was in, um, I was in Greece I think yeah. Eastern Portugal with Neil Donald Walsh and there in Germany alone, there were 250 book reading clubs in Germany alone for Neil Donald Walsh. So they were way open and searching wow. for information. Yeah. That was 10 wow. years ago. So I yeah. got the opinion that the Europeans, the Irish, they, I mean, all of Europe, we're much more ready for this awakening and this experience to a higher realm. Do you see that since you have the American view and the European view? Oh, bless your heart. Flattery will get you nowhere. Thank you. Um, nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just taking all that in as I'm hearing you talk about it. You know, I mean, I, uh, I grew up in LA. I was in LA for 30 years and uh, the bookshop was in Santa Monica and I lived in Venice on the boardwalk for a decade. That was pretty hip, you know. Um, the um, I was in Santa Cruz for a while, of course. I, I think you're you're in Boulder, aren't you? Or yes. that yeah. area? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, these are the oasis of um, you know uh, spiritual culture, um, and there are many more of them: Sedona and Mount Shasta, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you know, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, et cetera, or Asheville rather. But um, you know. You so yeah, I think the Europeans um, are very uh, hungry for authenticity and freedom and uh, independence. But I do feel like it's um, you know these energies are sweeping the planet, which is the good part of what's happening, the exciting part of what's happening. And so, uh, despite how uh, fast uh, you know our uh, friends, uh, the controlligarchs, I heard somebody call them recently. Uh, want to, uh, you know, put the net on everyone. Uh, everyone uh, is really coming into their power as quickly as we all can. And that's very exciting. But I think it's it's happening the world over. There are cultural differences for sure between the East and the West in that way, between the U.S. and Europe. Yeah, um, I, I just uh, found that it was um, a, a already a profound um, agreement with um, the people that I knew in in the Europe and actually all over from humanities team 
that there was mm -hmm. sort of this understanding, yes, of course, we're all one. Yes, of course, uh, we all work with spirit. Yes, of course, we all have this capacity. Whereas I don't really see that here in the U.S. Um, there's still um, I, some of my family can't understand what I do. Um, so. <laughs> well, you're, you're, that's part of why I'm living in Europe. My family all thought it was, uh, honest to gosh, you know, uh, the black sheep is putting it politely. They, they really washed their hands of me. before. Uh, my coming to Europe was sort of the straw that broke the camel. Um, and, you know, I still love them and uh, uh, all of that. But, um, yeah, I mean, America's such an important country in the world, socially, uh, spiritually, uh, you know, politically, because it really has that template for independence and sovereignty. And uh, that is so essential and so, so liberating. But yeah, you're talking about, of course, the shadow side of all of that, which is uh, conformity and uh, groupthink. And, uh, you know, uh, and that was pretty bad. I mean, I left when uh, George Bush Jr. was president, you know, yeah. and uh, I thought, well, this is not going very well at the moment. And uh, let's see what else uh, the rest of the world has to offer. And um, I mean, I did travel a bit in Europe and uh, I lived in Vienna for my first year, which was the culture shock of a lifetime from a, a guy from Santa Monica, California. But um, I, as I said, became quite uh, at home in Ireland here. Uh, and um, I, I, it's a nice balance here between uh, independence and uh, community. You know, and I think that I want to say a word or two about community and how essential that is uh, from, you know, what uh, Susanna and others, you know, describe. And it's, you know, it seems pretty obvious the, um, the structures of the old way of living in the world are uh, shaking and, and quaking. And at the same time, you know, we need to um, trust ourselves again and create our uh, reality, uh, you know, that's alternative, that's, that is built on community is what I'm reaching for. And I'm seeing this also, a lot of uh, younger people and, uh, you know, folks in the middle age and whatnot, who are, you know, not only exploring being expats, but living off the grid, you know, in Europe and in America. And um, that's, um, that's very exciting to me as well. Yes. Well, so um, you're very optimistic, it sounds like, about all these changes rather than in fear about it. And is that part of, because of your psychic abilities, that you have some sort of sense of what the future, well, I don't know. Maybe you have a future vision. I don't know. Do you? God, my landlord wishes I did. I'll tell you that. Uh, bless you. Um, you know, uh, I do. I do. I do what I can. The, you know, the honest to God, Kathy, the truth for me personally is, and I've heard a lot of other people say this, that I always felt growing up that there was something else I was here to do. Right? You know this one, and you know it's like okay. You know, maybe I could be an actor, great, or director, great, or, you know, a singer, songwriter, great, whatever. But it was always like, no, that's not the whole picture. So the channeling, you know, and studying channeling and, and practicing channeling and uh, all of that for 30 plus years now, uh, you know, uh, it's, what can I say? Spirit has the runway, you know, completely cleared for anyone uh, who's wanting to learn to listen to trust and follow our own inner wisdom and our own inner guidance. 
And of course, the other thing I'll say is that um, the two things that are kind of my uh, touchstones is one, I've been uh, sober for 35 years plus, and the other is that I've been meditating for 35 years plus. So those two, you know, work very nicely together. And I think, you know, if people are willing to invest the time and the, um, the concentration, the energy, the effort, uh, the willingness to practice, to learn how to practice meditation in any form, uh, you will start to uh, see things uh, more clearly in the world and in yourself. And that's what they're there for, I believe. So, yeah, I am very hopeful and very optimistic. Um, I shout at my computer screen when I'm watching the political stuff like everyone else, you know, uh, but I try not to do that too often at this right. point and, you know, listen to more Abraham and Muji and, you know, the fun, the fun stuff. Well, yeah. And you and I both are in David Maria's um, freedom from the known class. That's how we met. Yes. And um, yes. so we, we have been, we have been working on, ourselves, which it's amazing. I've taken that class so many times and each time it's totally different. Um, and even though supposedly we're doing the same, same uh, meditation, I don't know. I, I, it just goes deeper and deeper and deeper. So um, Joshua Benjamin has put a bunch of things and he asked about oneness and then he asked about a telepathic exchanges and oneness. It's the ability to speak without words. Um, do, do you want to talk about your concept of oneness? That would be, do you mind doing that? No, no. And I'm happy to hear Joshua's opinion. He sounds okay. quite knowledgeable. Yeah. You know? More power to you, Joshua. Thanks for popping in. Um, well, so the quote from my guides about that is the heart knows what the mind struggles to understand. Perfect. And so, you know, um, this is absolutely uh, a part of all the spirit teachings of all the teachers is the return of the divine feminine, the return of the goddess, the, the balancing of the masculine and feminine in the world, in ourselves, in our relationships, and the coming back into harmony between the heart and the mind or between the hemispheres of the brain, etc. So oneness is that experience of transcending the illusion of separation, I guess is, is the way I would put it, which, you know, sounds very highfalutin, but it's really like, you know, it is that sense of joy and peace. Uh, I think anything that is uh, tuned into the higher vibrations or the higher self or higher dimensions, etc., is uh, expansive, you know, and intrinsically more exciting and empowering and uplifting uh, whereas, you know, uh, we know only too well down here in 3D, it's roller coaster, you know, over and over again every day. And we're right, we're wrong, we're in, we're out, we're up, we're down, you know. And that is, um, that's what we're learning how to, to leave behind. So what I want to say also to Joshua and to anyone here is, uh, to me, the door of oneness is love through compassion, forgiveness, mercy, understanding, you know, being, being empathetic, being right. empathic. Yeah. So the other part of oneness is the namaste and the, the idea that um, the more work that you do, like 35 years of meditation, which I'm sure I, I've got about that many years too. Um, sure you do, dear. Yes. Yeah. Bless so yeah. what happened, what happens is that the judgment 
of yourself, which is the origin of all the judgment of others, is um, keeps getting cleared. And so, if you if you go to a um, a a oh gosh, Joshua just put something. Um, <laughs> Anyway, if, if you go to the whole concept of namaste, the, the beauty or the grace in me sees the beauty and grace in you, then all of a sudden there is no judgment. It's a learning, a possible yeah. learning experience that somehow in this game of life, the energy and the, and the, if you believe it's a positive universe, a loving, positive experience, then you look at that as, oh, that's an opportunity to learn rather than a fearful thing. And, and what we're talking about now is getting out of fear. There's a fear virus that's been um, so active for so long, it's been since the 50s pretty much that t television and the programming has been available and and we suckered into it. Well, I mean, longer than that, my friend, but you're very good. <laughs> okay, well, well the, yeah. uh, I'm thinking of media since that's my background a yeah, lot of Twist on it, sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but what, what we're looking at now is what what triggers, what um, opportunities to see the programs and see if they make you happy anymore. If, if, right. if the energy is dense and low and sad, then, um, you know, rather than release it without experiencing it, it wants to be experienced and then go through so that you can be out of judgment. And a lot of it, this is my next question for you, is about okay. self love because yeah. a lot of this is our judgments and our um, conflicts with others is a projection of our own need for love our own unworthiness or shame could could you talk a little bit about that you're doing a fine job without me my dear you're doing absolutely well you know i love what you're saying kathy uh sure i mean um no, that was really beautiful. That was really, really eloquent. Um, I mean, I'm a student of the Course in Miracles, and uh, you know, I was just quoting this to a friend. Uh, the preface is, and people may have heard this too, too much uh, these days, but nothing real can be threatened. Nothing unreal exists. Herein lies the peace of God. And so, in other words, we are programmed to believe that the illusion is real, and we're programmed to believe that what's real is an illusion. And boy, if that doesn't, uh, you know, uh, get you thinking, I don't know what will. Um, and so to me, that's what my guides would say is the heart of the paradox, which is, you know, as our brother uh, Yeshua, known as Jesus, said, uh, to live in the world, but not of it. And so when you're talking beautifully there about how fear is uh, a projection of an unloving or unconscious uh, or unforgiving um, uh, heart, uh, yeah, absolutely, or mind, absolutely. Uh, and that's, that is the gift of relationships. Uh, you know, earth really is the school of relationships. And, um, you know, another quote from the Bible, am I at peace with my, my, my neighbor and myself? If you are, then you're good. If you're not, then you got, you got something to look at there, which we all do every day, you know. 
So I love the uh, to come back to self love because that is uh, that's ringing my bell a lot these days. And of course, that was Louise Hay's, uh, you know, uh, mirror work. Yep. Focus, yeah, right. Her 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 opening remark would be self love. Let's get started. You know. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, it's amazing when we talk about the media and the last uh, fifty years, sixty years of media you know, how little of it is conscious and how much of it is just, um, you know, uh, manipulative or, uh, you know, uh, distracted or, you know, um, you know, uh, negative is what I'm looking for and how, how few stories actually get told that are really, uh, you know, inspiring and deeply moving. And uh, it's, if anything, it's been shifting a lot more in that direction over the last few years uh, you know, so it's kind of everything has to go, you know, to extremes to come in back into balance. So it, it, it is, it will, you know, uh, we have, I believe humanity has intrinsic human needs, emotional needs and, and uh, relationship needs, etc., spiritual needs, uh, physical needs. And so if we don't honor those needs and don't respect those needs, then, you know, we're in a state of neglect. And I think that's true for a lot of the world, which is just, you know, like running, running, going, going, push, push, push. To, to, to what points, to what end, you know, where, where is it all taking us? So, uh, you know, I think there's a tremendous awakening happening right now because uh, the old uh, game has run its uh, course and uh, people are looking at it with, uh, with the cold eyes, they might say here in Ireland from Bill Yates, you know, uh, it doesn't do anything for them as it used to. And, uh, you know, that's a great thing. That's the beginning. Discontent is the beginning of awakening. But it does need to come back to self-love and and really feeling that we are caring for our emotional needs in a healthy and positive way. And that's what we get mirrored in all of our relationships. Right. Well, um, again, what um, the Einstein, I think, it, it, uh, said, is this a, a safe universe or an unsafe universe? So if your perspective is that this is unsafe, that's the paradigm you're going to, the the filter that you're going to use for everything that comes through to you versus yes. if this is a loving and safe universe and a playground. And thank you for whoever put this game together. That's a whole different way to look at it versus, oh, there they did it again. Oh, I'm going to get screwed again, What whatever it is. And, right. and, right. and yeah, so, um, so that I find that fascinating that, to see yeah. people's perspective. And um, then to play with, um, because I do believe that a lot of people, at least a lot of people that I work with, didn't have to reincarnate. They volunteered, <laughs> like um, Louise Hay, or not Louise, uh, Del uh, Dolores Cannon said there were okay. the first wave of volunteers. And there's a right. lot of people here that I'm, I'm like you, that I want them to get seen because you're an incredible resource for that shorter route <laughs> to, to getting back to the core of who you really are, rather than this other um, uh, personal development maze that is just um, a rah, rah, siskumba, and you still don't do anything. And you still don't really um, look at who you really are and and work, do the work 
to to push through. So sure. so so um because I don't know about you, but I've spent a lot of money doing all sorts of programs, and some of them were good, some of them weren't. But there's so much stuff out there that's just um, not spiritual. It's um, maybe physical or maybe uh, under the guise of uh, productivity or sure. some other guys like that, rather than yeah. holistic, exactly. whole learning. Yeah, right? no, that's beautiful. You know, um, uh, so, so, yeah, no, I'm just, uh, yeah, give me one second here and then I want to hear what you have to say. The, uh, the whole thing comes back to values, you know, and um, these are the great teachers to, to my mind, um, Joseph Campbell, Carl Jung, um, you know, uh, many, 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 uh, I like Jordan Peterson, uh, uh, for his, uh, commitment to values, you know, and I never, uh, I never imagined I would be, uh, cheering on someone, uh, you know, like Jordan, but, um, it, you know, if we need to, uh, heal our society and we absolutely need to heal our society and ourselves, uh, then how do we do that? Well, we have to have, uh, some set of values that we're committed to, and we have to do our best to uh, align uh, to those values and then acknowledge and make amends and forgive ourselves and apologize and be forgiven. And we don't align to those values, you know, uh, because we will do both over and over again. So, um, you know, uh, and like what you're describing there is the whole uh, materialistic and Western, uh, you know, bigger, better, faster, stronger, more, 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 me, 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 you know, I, I, me, me, mine, George Harrison saying, you know, and none of that is uh, joyous, happy, and free, you know, um, it, the, the whole thing about um, the law of one and, um, you know, service to self and service to others, you know, Abraham talks about being um, selfish enough to care about how you feel. Yes, and how does that get fed? For me, it gets fed by serving others, by helping others, by singing and playing for others, channeling for others, all those things. You know, then there's that intimacy. There's that um, love connection, you know, that we're talking about here. And so, you know, love really is what life is truly meant to be about. And yet, you know, we're distracting ourselves all day long sometimes wondering why we're here. So it's, you know, I say again, it's, it's gone to extremes because it's, it's about to, it's coming back into balance. All the indigenous cultures, you know, that I've encountered or read about or heard about, they all say this over and over again, that we will come crashing back to earth at some point and realize what a great uh, gift the earth is, what a great blessing the earth is, and that, you know, we need to love and honor and respect the earth and um, the more we do that, the, the more love and the better our values we have in our lives, I believe. So so I wanted to share, uh, I agree, and that's perfect. Uh, the, the lockdown time period gave us a chance to see if we were complete with what we had done, because there was this silent, deadly enemy that wasn't, it wasn't a war on anything, it was in the air possibly yeah and but but it was a good time to reflect in your and be um back into a different perspective of did i do yeah. everything i want to do did um did mend relationships in some cases people were 
um, sequestered with family members they didn't like, and they had to work on that. So, I mean, all sorts of things happened that are great out of that yeah. time period, which, yeah. which the, the, I wanted to say a couple of things and then I want to share Joshua, a little bit of Joshua stuff. Yeah. Um, Joshua. <laughs> yeah. So, so there's a wonderful healer that lives in Hawaii named Howard Wills, and he has yeah. these um, beautiful prayers that are for free. It's a free download on his site. And what one of the ones that he has that I just love, it's about forgiveness of self and others, because we spend so much time in a lot of these processes for giving everyone else, but it's really begins here. Do you, do you find in the Course of Miracles um, that there's a lot of forgiveness of self? Oh God, yes. It's all about forgiveness of self. Everyone is a projection. No, you're touching on a profound truth. And as you say, most people miss the forest from the trees, uh, you know, thinking we're being generous and uh, enlightened if we forgive somebody else. Well, where did the judgment of somebody else come from, everyone? You know, it came from ourselves. And to uh, really be honest with ourselves and forgiving of ourselves uh, is a great skill to, uh, to learn and to practice in terms of self-love and self-awareness and self-honesty and authenticity and vulnerability and humility. And, you know, these are the qualities that light me up. Um, you know, I want to give a shout out to the late, great John Lennon, who was definitely the role model for my life growing up and for decades afterwards. Uh, and he was all of those things. You know, he was uh, uh, naked emotionally and literally, uh, and he was making amazing art and music and, and powerful statements. And he was just, you know, really letting it all hang out in a beautiful way to my mind. And uh, that's what was so inspiring, you know. Um, we don't see, I mean, right now, you're talking about the lockdown. Uh, you know, I am a very political animal. Uh, so that's like red meat, you know, right now. Um, well, right now, just to say, in, you know, to be a gentleman about all of it here, because uh, you're hosting me and I want to respect your space for sure. And I'm having a lovely time with you, Kathy. Um, you know, right now there is definitely a, a movement uh, politically to censor free speech and uh, to control what people even think, let alone what, what we talk about and what we discuss and debate. And um, that's a that's straight out of 1984, George right. Orwell, yep. you know, and and uh, it's it's pretty uh, on the one hand, it's it's not surprising at all because that seems to be the agenda of things. On the other hand, it's it's pretty shocking that this is actually being suggested with a straight face. But what I want to come to uh, what I want to come to is that people, again, are very savvy you know, in general about a lot of uh, life uh, these days. And they, they see this immediately. And, you know, um, this is our wiring, you know, this is our innate inherited, uh, you know, uh, nervous system and mind and heart and values again, and uh, our, our need to give and receive love, our need for community, our need for passion and creativity and spirituality you know, I think spirituality is, is the deepest human need we have. Who am I? Why am I here? What's the purpose of my life? Where am I going? Where did I come from? You know, these are the fundamentals. 
And if you can answer any of those, you know, with a joyous answer, I'm here to help, I'm here to serve, I'm here to love, I'm here to create, to express, to explore, to experience. Okay, that's that's inspiring, you know, that's exciting. Um, those are, you know, those are so obvious, but as I said, the, you know, part of why I left the States and have, you know, just stayed in Europe this time, it wasn't deliberate uh, on my part, it just, it just worked out that way. Um, but, you know, it was just seeing that uh, the whole machinery of culture in America, politically and socially and artistically, was not ringing my bell uh, so much uh, at that point and, and hasn't for quite a long time. Not completely, there are many things I love about the States right now in the last 16 years and whatnot, but I'm just saying that, like you were mentioning Germany and the big number of um, Conversation with God book clubs for Neil and his writing and all his channeling and all that, yeah, there there is more independent uh, thought uh, on the part of most people, and there's less, you know, like criticizing, judging, or fearing people who think differently. Now that's a sweeping generalization, and there are many Irish people that wouldn't would laugh in my face at that, but I will, I will defend that for the moment. That you know, there's a lot more freedom of thought uh, sometimes in uh, in these other countries than there than there has been in the U.S. Well, what the reason I found it is I found that there was a uh, holistic desire for balance. Um, and that that was um, living in Italy, having a long uh, lunch and actually letting your animal digest and everything. I mean, there were so many things about it that uh, that seemed much more reasonable than the hurry up, eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and get back to work and all of yeah. that. So, yeah. so uh, but I think it's a, a, as you said, I think spirituality is a human need. Um, I wanna honor Joshua and Bonnie Birds here too. Um, so uh, Joshua has talked a lot about, um, um, he's talking a lot about um, after death communication. So here to experience the individual contact. Okay, so now, regardless of your lens of understanding, the resurrected spirits are as diverse as the living. I've never seen anyone reincarnate either. No one has. It's not only Western practice. So anyway, it's um, it's, this is one. I've seen people return that are less than spiritually evolved. The wicked return too. They are just miserable. I'm fascinated with the whole near-death experience, and I'd be happy to hear Joshua talk at length about the whole thing. I've never had one, but I do love to watch the, and thanks for sharing that, Joshua. You know, you've got some serious wisdom going on there, my friend, because you have, uh, you know, understanding of what happens on the other side of, uh, of things, and uh, we're all going there sooner or later, you know, <laughs> so uh, we appreciate the tour guide. Uh, well, I, I'm a volunteer for Ion, so I have um, read hundreds of near-death experiencer books and have been a volunteer for over six years. So I'm very interested in the subject. Um, and it's mostly because I didn't have a near-death experience, but I had several spiritually transformative experiences and I didn't have the language for it. And I've benefited tremendously by reading these books and being around these articulate speakers of what they experience because 
integration after your kundalini experience and after my stuff i mean it can be mind-bending i mean it can shatter um your reality and so that's what this time period is so wonderful that the internet has allowed people to have resources like you lou like like joshua i'm going to put bonnie up here bonnie also i mean there's so many people that um have an expanded view of what this reality is they can share their um their knowing their knowledge in a really applicable way um, like what we were talking about, David Maria, where where um, you he'll ask you a question and you go, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so let me show you what Bonnie said. Bonnie said, "Hi, I think during that time period, he was talking about she. We're talking about the uh, lockdown. There was a lot mm -hmm. of awakening to what they were doing with what you were doing with your life." and a lot of rethinking of what they wanted to do with the rest of their life and a lot of life-changing divisions were made. Yeah, I'd agree with that wholeheartedly. Thanks, Bonnie, uh, yeah. Yeah, one of my teachers is uh, Patricia Cotarobles, yeah. and uh, she's, uh, you know, you follow her as well, and she's done um, 341 weekly videos over the last six plus years. And uh, it all seemed to be leading up to uh, the 11-11 of uh, November, and um, now she's starting back uh, at number 10 and number 11 and 12 and this kind of thing. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, the I've followed them uh, on this journey here to come back to your, your, your lady's point there. Um, you know, it, it was a, uh, a, a, a retreat, you know, it was a spiritual retreat for the whole planet. Uh, unplanned, unexpected, but um, uh, deeply needed. And, um, you know, it really did help us disconnect from uh, the matrix, uh, to, to borrow the, 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 the phrase one more time, and, uh, you know, uh, get um, more interconnected and interdirected within ourselves. I, I truly believe that. Um, so, yes, whenever you retreat into yourself, you know, uh, short or long term, you will come back to a deeper understanding of who you who you are, who you believe you are, who you are, and what your needs are, and how you're doing. I was just reading a quote from the late great Ramdas, who mm. said, "You know, the whole um, thing is is deep inner listening," and uh, you know, I I I believe that's very true, and I find myself just. Uh, you know, when things are, when challenges come up or difficulties or, uh, you know, crisis comes up, you know, just learning to sit and be with myself and wait, you know, for things to reveal themselves or for things to shift or for ideas, you know, clarity to drop in. And so, um, like Michael Beckwith had a great phrase for that. He calls it a, bl a blissipline, a blissful discipline, you yeah. know. Right. So to come back to self-love, uh, just very briefly, you know, if we love and appreciate ourselves, if we love and respect ourselves, if we love and care for and about ourselves, if that's our daily practice, you know, uh, if that's the starting place and the finishing place in our in our daily journey, that is going to release a lot of the layers of this unconsciousness that we're all moving through so quickly right now. Well, um, 
when you mentioned Michael Beckwith, um, one of the programs I, I saw him in person many times, and um, one of the the products I bought a CD set or a DVD set, and it was called something Descension. So it's okay. like, rather than ascending, you know, because everyone's talking about this is the first time in history that humanity is going to ascend in bodies. Well, all this, all the uh, ascended masters, they can materialize or dematerialize. All there's lots of examples of that and rainbow body, all of that. But but uh, what what do you think about that? The descension where where you're actually aware that you're going to let more of this light that you are in this vessel. I love it. I love it. I mean, Michael's a genius at coming up with, uh, you know, reverse thinking and, uh, you know, like John Kennedy, uh, there, there has to be a peaceful revolution uh, or, a, a, you know, a, a violent, a violent revolution is only uh, inevitable if there isn't a peaceful revolution, these kinds of, you know, uh connections and um yeah again that's to me you know seeing uh be, beyond the paradox you know that we're living in this dualistic reality uh and if we uh step into the space between things you know and look at it a little sideways it uh, it starts to really open up he's he's really good at all those things yes you know well, I, I, what, what he, again, he's an early adapter. I mean, when when there were all of these, I, I'm just so excited about all the people I'm meeting that have little pieces of the puzzle for all of us because they're embodying this perspective that is, it, it's accessible to all of us. Yeah. And, yeah. and you don't have to say, go and be a, a, a Tibetan monk and go into a cave and wear your pajamas right. and <laughs> speak right. a special language and burn incense. You can just right. sit and really connect up. But um, let me ask a couple of things. And there is a bunch more coming in, but I, I want to ask a couple of questions for you for channeling. When you're doing sure. channeling, um, do you do a special protection so that you make sure there's a lot of disembodied um, beings here that didn't win the lottery like we did to get um, a physical body um, that show up when people channel or certainly when people are learning at first to channel. How do you right. make sure that you're channeling something that's a high energy? Well, it is a high energy. That's easy. You know, uh, I mean, honestly, it is. I'm happy to channel a little, uh, you know, taster here if, if you oh. like. That'd be great. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, yeah, this is the longest I've chatted without having to channel in quite a while, I think. <laughs> so that's, a, that's a nice thing as well. But um, yeah, how, okay. how, let, I'll, let the, I'll let them answer that question. How, how okay. do you like that? Okay. All right, so here we go. So go ahead and close your eyes, turn it then, take a deep breath. Wow. Right, God bless you, dear friends. Here we come. Imagine seven stars spiral down through time and space, touching the crown, take a deep breath. Let the energies flow down through the seven chakras, crown, third eye, throat, heart center, another deep breath. And down through the will center, the sacral, the root, and let it flow down, hips, legs, feet, down, 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 down into Mother Earth to the crystal core, take a deep breath. So there you are, as simple as that, as quickly as that, dear friends, you can expand your focus. 
Yeah, and we'll come to your uh, point here, uh, Kathy, absolutely. So dear friends, the, the gates of heaven are open wide. Uh, and if your heart is uh, open as well, you see, then you'll be met with those entities and energies uh, that are going to meet your heart and love your heart and support you in your heart. Uh, it's, um, it's you creating your own reality, of course, as you know only too well, everyone, learning it every day of your lives here. Dear friends, if you're afraid of the unknown, then the unknown proves to be fearful. If you're confident in yourself and trusting of a friendly universe, it proves to be that, you see. It is exactly what you are projecting is what you're expecting. How do you like that? So dear friends, you are the bridge between heaven and earth. You are the extension of the almighty, your hands, your eyes, your voice, your life. You're uh, living in the field of creation and being sourced more consciously and more beautifully, dear friends, more consciously and more elegantly uh, by your connection to your higher self, your soul, your spirit. So that's what's speaking through the channel right here and right now is a combination of those energies, of those aspects of the expanded self, dear friends, absolutely. And so you can uh, bless uh, the darkness, you can bless uh, the confusions and fears, and you can uh, shine your light upon them and uh, invite them to leave you in peace. You can take your power back and state uh, unequivocally, I am the conscious creator of my loving reality, and I call forth the love and light of all that is to surround and to support me, to indwell in through and as my life, my words, my actions, my thoughts, my feelings, my experience. It is so, I let it be, and so it is, dear friends. How do you like that? Beautiful. So, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. So, Kathy, we're going to chat with you here for a few moments, if that's okay. all right. In the time yeah, of course. Yeah. So we'll give you the, the question for spirit. How does that sound? Sure. Sure, sure. So um, we, we thought you'd like that. God bless uh, you. Yes. So, yeah. so the opportunity to have disclosure is starting to happen that we would have a, a sincere and um, intelligent and loving relationship with other beings in the universe. God um, bless you, dear. Yeah, yes. go on. Could, could you talk about that, what you see is, um, is happening and how we can best serve that end? Yes, absolutely. Well, you're doing a fine job right there with the question, dear friend. Uh, as our friend, uh, yeah, it was Joshua here, yeah, uh, says, uh, you know, it's uh, it's all going on all the time in this world and the next. And if your heart is open, if you're uh, loving as you are, God bless you, and conscious of your desire to be of greater service to the world and have a more exciting and joyous experience of life, then those beings who are looking for those opportunities will uh, find you, dear friend, and will present themselves to you in a way that you can comprehend. Uh, the truth of it, of course, is that uh, the whole world, the whole earth is overflowing with so many different levels of consciousness. Uh, a Garden of Eden, as the saying goes, a planetary library of uh, species types and, and uh, levels and different expressions of consciousness. And yet 
all of them, yeah, working with the idea of uh, what you call free will to one degree or another, yeah, looking to uh, interact and co-create more meaningful and more uh, joyous experiences. Uh, there are different levels of sensitivity, and so that's why you don't see them often or perceive them often. But as you, uh, in your inner journey, everyone here, have uh, done the work, as the saying goes, cleaned and cleansed and cleared your uh, your heart, your your soul, your consciousness. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wash the windows, as we might say. So you're becoming more aware that what you are interested in and excited about uh, and uh, grateful for is uh, more easily and more elegantly manifesting as your experience, including. Uh, infinite varieties of uh, consciousness in this world and the next. Perfect. Um, I do sense the fairies and the elementals when I'm out in nature. I do feel I may not see necessarily with my eyes, but I will feel and sense them. Is that that's because, that's because you're a gentle soul, dear friend. God love you. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. So um, are they um, working behind the scenes with the ETs um, to balance the uh, the earth and heal, help her uh, regulate all the changes so that she'll have a safe journey? What a beautiful question. Well, that is, that is, they, exactly. Well said. They are knowledgeable of their reason for being, which is, as you described, uh, conscious interaction with the earth at a very high vibration uh, as a bridge also for the elementals and uh, for humanity. Uh, yeah. To some degree. Yeah. And um, yeah, these doorways, yeah, these veils between species uh, we love your theme here today, Kathy. Yeah, these veils between species are certainly lifting and you're in intensely interested yes. in being a part of that. So we just would say on your walks through nature, uh, we know you are talking to the spirits, uh, blessing them, uh, waving hello, I'm here uh, if you want to chat, etc. all of that. So that's uh, speeding things up as well, dear friend, you understand. Yes, yes. Okay, so in my in my um, uh, knowing, there's uh, up to 12 dimensions available, at least that I know of, um, yeah, in, in reality, okay? Yeah. So, so as, as the um, consciousness changes, will... Will the beings that inhabit the seventh to the ninth or higher realities be available like dragons and and other beings um, that have been demonized but are really not? Um, will, will those beings be interacting with us here? Bless your heart. Dear friend, you're really uh, yeah uh, taking us on today here. It's a, it's a joy. <laughs> Yeah, good for you. Yeah, that's the name of the game. Um, we wouldn't, you know, uh, to keep it to keep it personal for you, dear friend. Yeah, yes, you can have as intimate and as visceral an experience with any part of your imagination, i.e., reality, that you're open to believe is possible. Cool. You understand? 
Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. You got it. Yeah. Reality Crafting 101. Here we go. Yes. So we would, if we could add to that beautiful celebration of freedom and, and uh, inter interaction, intimacy with spirit in that way, we'd say, uh, spirit, I'd like perhaps a suggestion here, spirit, I'd like those aspects of my expanded consciousness who exist in these other realms to uh, make themselves more known to me and more available to me. Thank you very much. Wonderful. Wonderful. And um, the joyful reunion is also part of the request that I have. It's not just to know, but it's yeah. to, to be able to co-create with them. Absolutely. So dear friends, celebrate that, mm -hmm. that this is my knowing, as you said, beautifully. We love that phrase. This is my knowing. Uh, and this is my then my belief, my desire and my uh, expectation. Um, so I, I I, I'm clear with that in your inner work, in your meditation times, in your journaling, uh, all of that. I am preparing for this. I'm looking forward to this. I'm grateful for this. I'm excited about this. You see, it's that divine balance. You've heard it um, uh, too many times now of wanting, 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 and then letting go, letting go, letting go. Right, right. You Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Cre uh, create, creates a space. Thank you. We think so, too. It creates a space for grace, you see. Where where the highest good for the to the greatest degree uh, can express itself can come forth. You see, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when you're talking about these higher dimensional aspects of self, they're at higher dimensional aspects because they're more uh, accepting of their spiritual nature and more accepting of this theme that you've been discussing so beautifully here. <clears throat> Humanity's next lesson: self love, dear friends. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you see, to come back to the meeting of needs in terms of your uh, questions to fulfill your desires, wonderful. That's what life is all about. Uh, and to explore and to experiment and to experience all of that. Uh, you see, the more sovereign you become, are, understand you've always been, uh, speak, uh, act, uh, express, the more you are aware of your sovereignty, best way to say it, um, and act from that place of self-love and self-worth and self-respect, self-esteem, self-confidence, self-awareness, self-realization, etc., dear friends, then you're more um, uh, shining your light. You're more of a lighthouse in the darkness, you see. And so then those uh, beings that you've mentioned there who are looking for uh, opportunities to connect with uh, humanity, awakening humanity, you and others like you at the cutting edge. Uh, yeah, they'll find their way into your reality, no doubt about it. Perfect. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much. Uh, I think we're, um, I, I need you to come back in. Yeah. Afraid. I don't want you to, but <laughs> you're very kind, dear friend. We'll meet again to be sure. Let's take a deep breath. Thank you so much. Dear friends, above and below left and right, before, behind, within and all around. Know, understand, and remember, you are the love and light of all that is, as you. We celebrate that with you now and unto forevermore. Peace and blessings. All is well. Namaste. Beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow. You're so welcome. You're wow. so welcome. And, My and pleasure. You're
We've got and Joanne Palladino's here, and she's um, she does actually not only does she do the Course in Miracles, she does the Way of Mastery work, and okay. she follows a group of beings called Shamaya, the beings of light. That is, light language is absolutely full of grace. It's beautiful. Lovely. And she, Lovely. Nice she was here. Yeah. Thank you, Joanne. Great. Yeah. Great. Running with. With rough company here, I love no. it. <laughs> no, it, you have to understand that all of us are cheering each other on to show up completely to help make it safe for people to explore sure. who they sure. really are. And and yeah. the more of that's what this whole um, conscious business zone is to help the servant leaders, the business owners, and the um, small business uh, entrepreneurs that are. Um, doing so much work to help everyone else, but give them resources to help themselves, so that Beautiful. they they are um, they are in a free and loving place to do their gifts to share their gifts. So you're a woman with a mission statement, my yep. friend. I'm, yes, of I'm course. <laughs> I'm, I'm swooning. Look at oh, you. Of course, of that's course. Well, that's that's the gig. Okay, so um, I want to make sure, Lou. Thank you so much for um, my wonderful adventure with the higher dimensional beings that I love, love, love. And uh, um, but I want to make sure that everyone. I have been putting your <laughs> your um, look your contact information into yeah. the data, but but where where can you make sure that people can find you? Sure. Well, I don't have a, a working website at the moment, so the best way to reach me is to find me on Facebook, uh, which is, I think, Lightheart2012 uh, or Lou Martin. And um, I also have uh, the Awakened Spirits Network on YouTube with all those great interviews with other wonderful teachers, which uh, David is on there a few times and, and others as well. Uh, Peter Hansen, Aluna Joy Yaksgeen, uh, the list goes on and on. Uh, so yeah, you can reach me uh, at either of those spots or drop me an email, lightheart2018 at gmail.com. Well, thank you. I hope people understand what an incredible gift and uh, a possibility it is to work with Lou. You can see his articulation and his kind, um, loving manner to help you um, move yourself to the next level. <laughs> well, Angel, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's that time of year where we sing to you guys. But anyway, <laughs> but but no, I think I think really I want to make sure that people understand that this is um an opportunity to use uh Lou as a resource for you and your loved ones. This is the perfect time of year to really contemplate of what you want to create in 2024 and start start putting it into um, practice and um, get the guidance you need or get the um, validation a lot of times. Uh, sometimes you already know lots of things, but you doubt yourself and and you um, just need a, a loving helping hand to get you to um, to a different kind of understanding. And maybe the journey to self-love is part of this this work. But Anyway, Lou, thank you so much. And thank you for my reading. That was wonderful. I can't wait. I want to listen to it again. So pleasure. My pleasure, sir. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Well, I'll love. see you again soon. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll yes, I'll see, I'll see you very soon, Kathy. Thanks so much. Yeah, Peace. thank you, Lou. Bye-bye. Thank okay. you. Bless you. Now.